0: Ohio plans to let a lot more fans attend Indians, Reds, and other outdoor sports games this summer. A good government group criticizes Cleveland City Hall's new habit of burying major non-coronavirus news inside its nightly coronavirus report, and Cleveland promptly changes the policy. And First Energy pledges to disclose all political spending into 2024. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing. From Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, February 23rd, I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine plans to allow the Cleveland Indians, Cincinnati Reds and other professional sports teams in Ohio that play their games outdoors to allow fans at 30% capacity when their seasons begin in April. DeWine said Monday he spent the weekend speaking with team executives, giving them a heads up about what the state's requirements will be for allowing fans in the ballpark. Teams will have to provide their coronavirus health protocols and including how they will keep people in groups and their requirements for face masks. He said the rules would apply to Ohio's major soccer league teams in Cincinnati and Columbus that also start their seasons in April, as well as minor league baseball teams like the Akron Rubber Ducks. One note of caution, though, DeWine said the presence in Ohio of an emerging variant of COVID-19 believed to be more contagious could change the state's plans. Cleveland City Hall announced late Monday it would stop releasing major non-coronavirus news in a nightly coronavirus update and begin sharing releases on big news during business hours. That decision came the same day that Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer reported that a good government advocate frowned on the practice of Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson's administration of dropping potentially sensitive announcements into late evening updates typically devoted to the coronavirus virus pandemic. The postings were distributed by email, often after eight PM and began nearly a year ago as a way for the administration to report the most up-to-date COVID nineteen cases. More recently, the administration had mixed in other announcements unrelated to the pandemic, including disclosures that the mayor's utilities director and a public health commissioner facing possible discipline had resigned. Councilman Brian Casey, who chairs the Utilities Committee, raged that he discovered the announcement of Robert Davis resigning as the director of public utilities five items deep on page three of a briefing that wasn't distributed until nearly 9.30 p.m. First Energy Corporation has agreed to regularly open its books to the public about its political spending under an agreement the scandal-ridden utility has reached with a New York state public pension fund. First Energy has agreed to post comprehensive reports on his website twice per year through May 2024, detailing all of its spending on any candidates, political parties, and ballot measures in any state. The utility spending of $60 million plus with a dark money group that used it in a massive statehouse bribery scheme has raised a lot of questions about how First Energy spends money on politics. The Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company is buying competitor Cooper Tire and Rubber Company in a $2.5 billion deal the Ohio-based companies announced Monday. Akron-based Goodyear, the world's third-largest tire maker, said the acquisition will combine the companies to create a strong American manufacturing brand. Cooper, which is based in Findlay but was originally founded in Akron, is the fifth-largest tire maker in North America, with 10 Factories and about 10,000 employees worldwide. The companies had a combined $17.5 billion in sales in 2019. Goodyear said the deal will strengthen its presence in the United States and double its presence in China. As Cleveland emerges from the coronavirus pandemic, the city might tighten controls on limited liability companies operating as absentee landlords. The city's top housing officials said on Monday, ordinances allow the city to take action against individual landlords who don't register their properties or comply with the housing code. But the ordinances aren't as effective for limited liability companies. Ayana Blue Donald, director of building and housing, told the city council the city code never contemplated the absentee corporate owners. LLCs often are set up to shield owners from personal liability. Frequently, they are out-of-town landlords that may not keep up their properties. If an individual doesn't comply with building and housing citations, Cleveland can seek to put a hold on their driver's licenses or vehicle registrations to force compliance. Individuals can also be fined. But as Donald put it, the LLC C's don't have driver's licenses, the city might have to alter its laws to gain leverage over these irresponsible out-of-town owners. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.